Today is Friday, August 17th, 2018, and we just got back from our amazing Alaskan cruise. I say just, on Tuesday we got home late in the evening. But now we've been gone, I haven't podcasted for like at least two weeks, I think it was. But um, it was worth it because the Alaskan cruise was simply freaking amazing. Um, We started out by flying to Seattle and spent two days in Seattle, and then we got on the ship, and then the ship on, uh, well, we got on the ship like at 12 o'clock, and the ship left Seattle at 4 o'clock, and we sailed um, the rest of Sunday and then all day Monday, and it sailed up to Juneau, Alaska, and in Juneau, we had, I don't know how many hours, six or seven hours, and we scheduled a shore excursion, and we went to a uh, salmon hatchery. Then we went to, there was three things that day. Then we went to a rainforest, um, like a rainforest gardens or something like that. And that was, that was nice. And then I can't remember the third thing. Crap, you know what I should do is look at my pictures because I took, on this trip, I took like 1,200 pictures. I could not believe how many pictures I took, but it was worth it because the scenes that we saw are just amazing. But anyway, in Juneau, on the excursion, there were three different little things, as, as I was telling you. And we went to, um, let me see, I can't find it. Looking, 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 looking. Where? Okay, there's the, no, that's not it. Okay, in Juneau, we went to a salmon hatchery, as I said. Then we went to the Rainforest Gardens. And then, where did we go? Oh, then we went to Mendenhall Glacier. That was at the towards the end of the day because um, I think we had to be back on the ship by 6 o'clock or 6.30, something like that. And it was like 5 o'clock. We went to the Mendenhall Glacier, which it was the first glacier we saw on the vacation, but it was very impressive. Um, it was huge. It was, it was coming down between two mountains. They have a special... A visitor center there that gives you a great view of it with all these little um, uh, what are those things called that you can look through and not 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 quite like telescopes I guess they're telescopes but in any case we saw it and it was gorgeous now that now that day was rainy and misty the whole day it was cloudy but we still had a great time then we got back on the ship and um, the next day we sailed to Skagway Alaska so that would be on. August 8th. What day was August 8th? Where's my calendar? August 8th was Wednesday. Okay, so we sailed all day Monday. Tuesday, we were in Juneau, Alaska. Wednesday, we were in Skagway. Now, we had plans to go on an excursion, an excursion there where we went on a two-mile hike and then floated down a river on uh, like whitewater rafting rafts. But the weather was was horrible, so they canceled our excursion, and we decided we would just walk around the town of Skagway. And it was rainy and windy and nasty. It was kind of, as my husband described, um, a, a nor'easter because we, it was really windy and rainy and was just a mess. But we did end up walking around the town. We walked for about an hour and a half, and it's a tiny little town known for... Um, gambling and the beginning of the gold rush the klondike area and uh we read up the history read up on the history of skagway and pretty much just walked around the town then we got back on the ship then on the ninth on thursday was thursday the ninth 
<laughs> yes, Thursday was the ninth. Was the for me? It was the best day of the trip because um, we went. We the boat sailed into Glacier Bay, and it was constant views of snow-capped mountains and glaciers. These gorgeous blue, like sapphire blue um, glaciers and mountains and stuff. And the day started out misty and foggy, but as the morning went on, like, I don't know, by 10, 11 o'clock in the morning, the sun came out and you could see these glaciers just so brilliantly. I mean, it was just, it was, it's undescribable almost because it was just so beautiful. I, I couldn't believe that we were seeing what we were seeing. The water was like a bluish green and the glaciers were huge, absolutely huge, much bigger than um, the pictures I took really uh Give you know, give justice to the views are seeing anyway. Um, so literally about six hours of going through this bay, maybe it was five hours of just seeing mountain and glacier after glacier. Um, and the boat was traveling, I say the boat, it's a ship, was traveling very slow, and there were um, ice chunks in the water and small little icebergs in the water, and it, it was. It was such a cool couple of hours, five hours, whatever it was. And I took like hundreds of pictures that day. Um, a lot of them came out gray because of the weather, but the ones that came out um, sunny were just gorgeous. I might, if I can remember, I might post a picture or two on the website. Now, if you have been following my uh, Instagram, you would have seen some of these pictures already. So, um, And then while we were sailing... On one side, I, we we went up on the top deck to do to view everything, and then when the boat turned to go back, we could see everything from our balcony. So we just sat on the balcony and watched these beautiful views go by. And at one point, a bunch of these a bunch of seagulls were flying next to the ship, and then people started throwing out food for the seagulls. And the one seagull landed right on the railing, like two doors, two doors, <laughs> two staterooms down from ours. And I got a, I got several pictures of this. Um, seagull standing on the railing but then the captain came on the loudspeaker and said please do not feed the seagulls <laughs> so people had to stop feeding the seagulls but anyway it, it was that day was absolutely beautiful probably it, it, it was it was the best day of the, of the trip i have to say so that was on thursday um and by the way if you haven't been checking out my youtube channel i've already posted four videos from the trip they're really short they're like three minutes long so um go over to the YouTube channel, and you can see the majority of the vacation. I still have two more videos to post, I think, but I just haven't had time to go through all my footage and stuff and create the video. Anyway, so after Glacier Bay, we sailed, I think, the rest of the night, and we landed, or we landed, we docked in Ketchikan, Alaska for the last um, excursion for our last, no, no, that was not our last excursion, sorry. So that was on Friday, we went to Ketchikan, and in Ketchikan, we had an excursion. Um, now, when I say excursion, for those of you who are not uh, cruisers or um, even know what that means, it's like you you um, plan an activity to do in port, in the port in the city that you're uh, docking in for the, for the day. And Ketchikan, we were there most of the day, I believe, because we went on an excursion that lasted... Uh, probably four hours or so. But we um, docked in Ketchikan at like 7 o'clock in the morning, and our excursion was at 9.30 in the morning. And what we did is we went to uh, the Alaska Rainforest Sanctuary, 
and we took a hike through the rainforest. Now, here's here's something that's very interesting that I did not know about. Let me just you know take a little side break here. The southern southern part of of Alaska, where Juneau, Skagway, and um, Ketchikan are, are, is like that little strip of land that that is Alaska, but it's on the um, far western edge of Canada. And that is actually in a temperate climate, meaning that it doesn't get as cold as it does up in the the main part of Alaska. We kept asking on these different stops, what was the coldest temperature? And they said, oh, well, we get down to 10 degrees, and that's not that cold. Uh, not 10 below zero, but just like 10 degrees. And so, And then um, they also explained to us that the majority of the land there is the Tungus National Forest, which is the second largest rainforest in the world. So that's why these excursions took place in rainforests. So anyway, on Friday, when we were in Ketchikan, we started out by going to the Alaska Rainforest Sanctuary and took a hike through the rainforest there and heard lots of facts and stuff. And while in there, I uh, found a bald eagle sitting on a branch, and I took, of course, a ton of pictures of it. Um, in this, actually in this area, um, there's, there was eagles flying everywhere, bald eagles flying all over the place. It's like bald eagles seem to be extremely abundant in that part of Alaska. So, um, saw the bald eagle, took a whole bunch of pictures of that while we were walking through the uh, rainforest. And then, um, when we came down to where the rainforest part comes to a, a little river, um, we were shocked to see a bear in the river eating salmon, or looking for salmon, I should say. He wasn't eating at the time. And so we stood still on this bridge, and the bear came right up to the bridge, under the bridge, and um, on the other side. And it was when it came out on the other side that I got some really good pictures of the bear. And I posted one of them on my Instagram feed. If you um, have not seen it on there, I will try again if I remember, to post it on the uh, webpage. You can see the bear we saw. Um, And then after we took this little hike, we went to the actual sanctuary and saw these injured um, birds who were injured enough that they they can't be um, released back into the wild because they wouldn't be able to defend themselves. And there were three, currently there were three um, birds in the sanctuary. One was a red-tailed hawk. One was a beautiful, beautiful bald eagle. Now, if you have been watching my Instagram feed, you saw a picture that I posted of the bald eagle. And I got a really good close-up of the bald eagle's head. And it's just absolutely gorgeous. And then the third bird that was in that um, uh, bird, whatever it was, what did I call it? <laughs> the reserve, the sanctuary part for the birds, um, was a long-horned owl. Um and I got some close-ups of those too. So we spent some time listening about the, the, uh, the, what's the word I'm thinking of? The project or the goal. The goal of the sanctuary is to rehabilitate birds and send them back into the wild if they are, if they can be. Well, these three that we saw couldn't be returned, but they said that they, on a regular basis they have birds in and out of there who just injure themselves, get healed, and send them right back into the wild. At the same property as the rainforest. Um, uh, sanctuary, they had a totem pole exhibit and a totem pole carving building. And we got to see um, this lady explain to us the current totem pole that she was working on and 
told the story of what each character on the totem pole was about. And then we got to go out and see all these totem poles around the property and stuff. So that was cool. Um, which, and which again, I didn't really, I don't really know this or didn't know it before I saw this, but, um, all of this, all of this area were what used to be, um, Indian territory. And they, in, I think it was in, uh, Skagway, they tell the story of how the Indians, um, they say gave up their land, but it, I'm sure it wasn't that easy. In any case, um, you, you hear the story of that and, uh, we saw totem poles. And then by that time it was, the day was pretty much done because we spent the whole day there and we had to get back on the ship because we were going to our next port. Um, after that we sailed for, I guess it was half a day and, um, docked in Victoria, British Columbia, which is Vancouver Island. Um, and that is the capital. Victoria is the capital of British Columbia. I believe if I remember that right, I think so. <laughs> I may be wrong. Um, but anyway, this was a gorgeous city. Now this, we were not in Victoria very long. I think it was only from 6 PM until midnight. So like six hours. And our excursion started at 6.15, so we had to uh, have a quick dinner and then uh, run off to the excursion. And our excursion that day was uh, riding a horse-drawn trolley through the streets of Victoria and hearing the history of like the, the settlement there. And then we got to see the Parliament building and the famous um, hotel and this big park where they have roaming peacocks around and um, stuff like that. And then we ended up at the ship and we had a little bit more time. So we walked along the pier and took some gorgeous sunset pictures and saw the boat, uh, the ship. And um, we just really enjoyed because the sun came out and it was absolutely gorgeous. So um, that was our last day, uh, last excursion. Then the next day, well, let's see, that was Saturday. Oh, yeah. Then, then we just um, sailed into Seattle back to the port. And, uh, during, so that was, that was what all the things we did. Now, let me talk a little bit about the ship. We had a stateroom that was maybe, uh, I I'm guessing about 300 square feet. It had its own bathroom. It had uh, a big queen bed and a pullout sofa, TV area, a desk area, a closet, um, actually, if you look in, if you watch the video, you can see how big the room is. I think I thought it was a surprisingly big room, um, considering we're on the ship and it was expensive, but we thought it was well worth it. <laughs> um, anyway, and then we had a balcony where, um, you could sit out on the balcony and watch the, the, uh, ocean go by or the inlets that we um, sailed up and stuff like that. Um, so it was gorgeous. Now on this cruise, my husband and I got the ultimate beverage package, which means we didn't have to pay for any drinks or sodas or water or anything. We paid one price and you could drink whatever you want. Um, so several nights we got, well, at least maybe not my husband, but I got tipsy because I was like, one, just one more glass of wine, one more glass of wine. <laughs> and we sailed with my husband's sister and her husband and their son. And that made it even more fun because they are experienced cruisers and they you know, told us how to do everything and where to go and, you know, when you pay your bill and all this kind of stuff. Now, the whole week that you're on the ship, you you have this card. They call it the freestyle card. And everywhere you go, they just scan your 
barcode. And if it's something that you're going to get charged for, it automatically ends up on your bill. So you don't even think about it. Maybe it's like a credit card. But you you have your credit card set up on your account. So whatever... By the end of the week, um, well, by uh, Saturday afternoon, you have to start to pay up your bill. And um, so my husband and I each had our own separate accounts. And his ended up being like twice as much as mine because he bought bottles of wine. Well, bottles of wine are not on the ultimate beverage package. You actually have to pay the price of the bottle. But because you have the ultimate beverage package, you get a 20% discount. So the bottles ended up being not that expensive anyway. So, um, and we only got bottles two times, I think, for two dinners. And we had the dinner package where you could go to four different restaurants and not not be charged good. Well, because I paid for it ahead of time. <laughs> so um, that was fun, too. So we went to restaurants and ate amazing meals. And I say restaurants because on the ship they had, of course, they have a big buffet, which was um, always running pretty much, well, not 24 hours. Maybe it was running like... 12 hours a day you could go in there and get something off the buffet but then all these restaurants were a specialty restaurants like one was a steak restaurant uh one was like a, a, a an irish bar an irish pub and then they had like an asian restaurant and um oh a french restaurant the last night we ate at the french restaurant that was really nice um so that was really fun the, the food part the drinking part the excursions um, and then, so Sunday morning, early Sunday morning, we were back in Seattle and we had to get off the ship and we were like, we don't want to get off the ship. We're having so much fun. <laughs> it really, really was fun. But we were back in Seattle at, at that point. And, um, then we spent two days in Seattle and we went to, to the, we went to a couple of museums. We went to the, um, museum of pop culture we went to the Chihuly um, Glass and Gardens, Gardens Glass, Gardens of Glass. I don't know what it's, but it was the Chihuly um, Art Glass in a Garden, which was right next to the Space Needle, which actually we went to on the first two days we stayed in Seattle. And then we went to the uh, Museum of, what's it called? Industry. Anyway, it was like right across the street from our hotel. So we went there. I can't think of the name of it now. If I wanted to find it, uh, it doesn't tell me. But anyway, uh, we went there and it was a really cool museum all about the history of Seattle and the surrounding area and stuff. So that was cool. And we went to a couple really nice restaurants in Seattle. Duke's Chowder, Duke's Seafood and Chowder and um, Chandler's Crab House and um, stuff like that. So it was fun. We had we had an absolutely amazing vacation. I cannot recommend a cruise any more highly than than I am right now because it's just the the whole experience from from the flight out there which I got so lucky. I got TSA pre-check on the flight out there and on the way back, which I couldn't believe because you know how nervous I am about flying. I do not like to fly and especially going through the whole security thing. I think that's where I get my anxiety. But um, having TSA pre-check, I didn't have to take off my shoes, take off my belt, take off anything out of my pockets. I just put my bag on the, not my, like I checked a big a big suitcase, but I carried a bag on with my camera in it and stuff. And didn't have to take anything out of that, my laptop or anything, just put it on the belt and walked right through. And it was a breeze. <laughs> of course, going out there, the first flight out there, my husband did not have TSA pre-check and he had to go through there and he had to take off his boots and his belt and put his phone and all this stuff on the on the conveyor belt thing security thing 
And he did not like that. He never likes that, but um, they make him do it. And on the flight back to Washington, D.C., even though he had TSA pre-check, they still made him take off his boots and his belt. So poor guy. Anyway, so overall, we had an amazing trip. I could not have asked for a better vacation. And I'm going to even stretch and say that this was the best vacation I have had in my entire life. And I hope I go on another Alaska, or not, not necessarily an Alaskan cruise, but on another cruise in the future. I hope to go, they have one that goes on the East Coast up to Canada. And I think I want to do that one next because it's in the cold areas and stuff. So, um, yeah, just amazing. Just amazing. So go check out the videos on my YouTube channel. There's four really short videos. And I'll try to remember to post a couple pictures with this podcast on the website. So moving on to other things, which means next week I'm going to New Orleans. And it's that's going to be fun, too. I'm getting really excited and nervous, too, because I'm going to be doing... I'm going to have the return of the Archer Gangbang shows um, on at Pride 48. And I am on right after Big Fatty. So, which was, you know, I was really hoping I would um, be on right after Big Fatty. And that will be broadcast live on Pride 48. Go over to Pride 48 and join the um, chat room. Now that's, I don't know what the time will be. It might be 8 o'clock Eastern. I'm not sure. I have to look into that. In any case, I'm getting ready for... New Orleans, I bought um, stickers, Archer Radio stickers to hand out at the Pride 48. And uh, that was that was very exciting to me to, <laughs> to do that. And then um, here's the other thing I'm trying to do before I get to, before I leave for New Orleans. I'm trying to get all of the archives back up on Archer Radio. You know, it goes back to 2005 and I have some missing episodes. Now, I think I mentioned that already once before. And a listener... I believe his name is Lonnie, surprisingly had the majority of the missing episodes just like on his computer. And I was like, oh my God, who saves this stuff from years and years? I mean, like 10 years ago, but he did. He had all of them except for six episodes. Now here's what I'm still looking for. And I need to talk to Arthur. He might have these, but I'm missing um, episode episodes 1046, 1048. 1,050, 51, 52, and 1,080. I don't know how in the world I lost those specific episodes, but if you have, by any chance, have those still on your computer, um, please let me know because I'd really like to get the archive back up complete. But I know right now it's not. I, I'm I'm going through and reworking all of the um, posts so that they're all in order and they're all the same and that they're all put back up there because right now I have the entire year of 2008 to do. Now there are a couple gaps in there from when I stopped podcasting, but um, I think that's only parts of two, most of 2011. Actually, I think all of 2011 I didn't podcast. Well, I, I don't know yet. I'll have to go back and, and figure out the archives, but I think that's it. But then starting in 2012, I did a few in 2013, did some 14. And then I think, 15 and 16 there are a few but then starting last year in 2017 i'm you know back to podcasting again on a relatively regular basis oh my gosh this podcast is going long that's okay um sometimes we have long ones and actually i just have one more thing uh, i have i got two voicemails while i was on the cruise and i think we're going to listen to them now let's start with scotty the little aussie battler 
G'day Archer, this is Scotty, Aussie Butler. Hope you had an amazing cruise with your luxury suite with a balcony. That doesn't come cheap. It wasn't. Um, my parents are cruise crazy in their retirement old years. Not that you're old, but um, they now always get a balcony. They would not lower themselves to being stuck in the middle of the ship down in the bowels without even a window. <laughs> so anyway, I hope it was good. I'm sure we'll hear about it all on a future podcast. It is one week and two days until I am on my 15, 16 hour flight to Los Angeles. Yeah. And then my, I don't know what it is. How long is it from LA to New Orleans? It was probably four Another hours. Another two hours? hours. Anyway. But that is what I've got to ask you about, or maybe to ask the boyfriend, slash now husband, what am I going to do for a day and a half and two nights around New Orleans? I'm hiring a car, I'm driving off into the sunset Sunday night, I'm going to somewhere, somewhere in the outback of America, where I'm going to see the real people. Oh, great. And then I've got one whole day, and then half of the next day, before I have to be back at New Orleans Airport to fly to crazy South Dakota, where I'll probably be human trafficked into some sort of cleaning uh, cult or something by Kathy Bacon. (laughs) So, any ideas? Um, Where can I drive to that's... You know, like a few hours away, but it's somewhere unique and cool and, um, you know, maybe like a Trump heartland or something. Thanks. Bye. Well, Scotty, of course, always, thank you so much for the message. And I am so looking forward to meeting you in New Orleans. Now, I talked to my husband about this, and he said that pretty much um, with the exception of New Orleans, and, you know, the uh, things to see there and the uh, um, French Quarter and all of that, there's not a whole lot of things to see in New- in uh, Louisiana. I, I said to him, what about going to Baton Rouge? And he said, oh, there's nothing to see in Baton Rouge. So um, I'm not sure. You might want to either drive into Texas or into, I believe, Mississippi is right next door. Um, not that there's a whole lot of things to see within two hours. That's the only thing. Um, so I don't know what to tell you and because he didn't have anything to recommend because, uh, Louisiana is kind of a nothing state. There's really nothing there except for new Orleans. So, um, look on a map and, um, maybe people in new Orleans, you know, all the podcasts and stuff, maybe they'll have an idea of what you can see, but we don't really have an idea for you. Um, I will say that on the cruise, uh, when I was with my husband's sister, and her husband, they reiterated again that the um, crime and um, uh, whatever danger around the Superdome is still there. Because I thought, well, my husband hasn't been in that area for a while. But no, they, they live there and she works near the Superdome. And she said, uh, you better not be there by yourself at night in the dark. So walking in groups, you you definitely have to do. Now, I'm actually not planning to go out of the hotel (laughs) the entire time I'm there (laughs) because I have um, been to New Orleans and I've seen all the things in the French Quarter and the uh, 
all that stuff along the, those roads by the French Quarter. And I, I don't need to go out to see anything else. Um, plus, I think a lot of stuff's going to be happening in the hotel anyway. And if not, I'll be sleeping or drinking. <laughs> so anyway, Scotty, that's all I have to tell you. But I am looking forward to meeting you, and I think we're going to have a great time. Now, remember, Scotty, you're going to be on my uh, gangbang show at uh, right after Big Fatty. Don't forget. Um, now, we have one more voicemail, and this is from Gary in Gary from Dallas, Gary from Albuquerque, but now Gary in Portland. So let's listen to this one. Hey, Paul, this is Gary uh, in Dallas, now in Portland, PDX. Uh, anyway, I was going to comment on your uh, latest podcast with Arthur tonight, but for somehow I didn't get on there. But I just wanted to let you know that I did enjoy the podcast. It was uh, great to hear two of the uh, original uh, podcasters when I started listening to podcasts back in like when I got my first iPhone back in like 2007. Uh, I'm really looking forward to meeting you and uh, New Orleans. Um, the the when I, I've been to all of the uh, Pi 48s in New Orleans in, in Las Vegas and now in. Uh, will be at the one in New Orleans. Uh, when I started going to the podcast, I mean, to the Pride 48s, I was looking to meet, I was really looking forward to meeting Big Fatty, uh, Adam, uh, Andy Barry, Charles, Arthur, and you. And uh, with this year, I will have met everybody but Arthur. So, and I wish, I hope he can come soon. Uh, thanks for doing that uh, talk with him tonight and catching up with him. Uh, it, the, one of the highlights of, the, the, of going to all the Pride 48s was the last year we had it in Vegas was to be able to, to actually meet Andy Barry Charles. That was that was the, probably the highlight of the whole of all the ones I've been to, and I'm really looking forward to sit, meeting you and getting to know you in New Orleans. Anyway, I'm sorry I didn't get posted on your website, but I thought, well, I'd just call you, and that way, hopefully, you'll, you'll get the message. Anyway. Looking forward. I'll be in New Orleans in three weeks, and looking forward to seeing you there. Bye. Thank you so much for the message, Gary. I am so much looking forward to meeting you, too, because you have been a listener of mine, I think, from the very beginning. Well, maybe not the very beginning, but like you said, in 2007. And you've been a great commenter and a voicemail person, and I will probably give you a big hug when I see you because I'm, I just you know follow you now on Facebook and I just, you know, you're just such a great listener, and I'm just going to have to give you a big hug. So I am looking forward to meeting you, too. Now, I'm really glad that you enjoyed the podcast with Arthur, and I actually hope to do more of those and get you know, some of the old-time podcasters to sit down and talk with me through the Skypes or through the Google Hangups. I don't know which one. But um, I appreciate your message, and again, I'm looking forward to meeting you, too. Can't wait. It's only like a week away. Well, now, what today is uh, Friday, so it's less than a week away. Anyway, I am looking forward to it. Thank you again for the message, Gary. I appreciate it. Now, speaking of um, old-time podcasting and stuff, you will not believe what happened to me on the cruise. So I posted on Instagram that I'm going on a cruise to Alaska. And uh, another uh, listener from a long time ago, Walt, uh, puts a message on there. Are you going on the Norwegian Pearl? And I said yes. And he said well, so is Freddie. Now, I don't know if those of you who are longtime listeners know Freddie, but he used to be a big time listener. I think he even maybe did a podcast there for a, a short time. Well, anyway, um, 
through our Instagram messages back and forth, Freddie was on the same cruise I was on, which is like, what are the odds of that to have two people in the podcasting world who are like, Freddie lives in Texas and I'm in Washington, D.C. I've never met him, barely even, uh, you know, talked with him except through messages and stuff on podcasting episodes and stuff. But um, and then to have him be on the same cruise was just amazing. And we ran into him and talked to him like three times on the cruise. And actually, one time we met, uh, there was like an LGBT group that met at 830 on uh, in the evenings on the cruise at a certain bar. And we went and met um, some of his friends that he had met through um, going to that that uh, gathering. So that was fun. And it was just so great to see him. And, and we had a nice chat about old time podcasting and people from the past and stuff like that. And it was just great to see him. So Freddie, if you're listening to this, it was so much fun to see you and meet you and, and chat and hang out and stuff like that. It was just so much fun. And like Walt said on my um, Instagram uh, messages, I like what are the odds of that happening? It's just uh, freaking amazing. So uh, that was really cool. Um, anyway, so um, now I've been going on for more than half an hour, but I need to stop and uh, edit this and get it out. But um, I probably will podcast. Okay, so for example, I'm leaving on Wednesday, next Wednesday, to drive. I'm driving down to New Orleans, and I'm going to spend the night in a hotel one night. And I'm so Wednesday night, probably at the hotel, I will do a podcast, give you an idea of what uh, what the trip has been like so far and stuff like that. So um, look for one more podcast before the gangbang show in live in New Orleans. So that is all I have for today. Um, Don't forget to watch the videos on YouTube and check out the pictures that I hope to post, if I can remember, (laughs) to post on the website. So that's all for today, boys and girls. Until next time. Bye.